This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Real Presence Live. Coming to you live from Fargo, North Dakota, I'm your host, Blake Ritterman, along with John Clark. Good morning. Good morning, John. Thank you so much uh, for being with being with us, listeners. Um, just had a great uh, listening session. We had a little break there, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could just kind of take it all in. I have more notes now than I had before. The whole <laughs> Bishop Barron uh, filling us in, just his reflection. And there's so much, as they said in that interview, when you try to sum up the life of uh, Pope Benedict, um, it, it, it takes a little bit longer than a 30-minute segment, but also to sum up what he has, has done for the church um, is just an amazing testament of, of who he was as a Christian man, uh, priest, bishop, and pope as well. Um, so we're just very pleased that we had that, that time where uh, Bishop Barron just kind of shared a little bit of his, of his reflections. Um, going into the next segment, we have Dale Barcher on the line, Executive Director for the South Dakota Right to Life out of Rapid City. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, Blake. Great to have you on Real Presence Live this morning. Um, Dale, for our listeners across you know, our, our listening area, tell us a little bit about yourself and the work you're doing at, at South Dakota Right to Life. Well, thank you, Blake, for asking. I'd, I'd like to begin by stating that South Dakota Rights for Life and National Rights for Life, we join the millions of faithful worldwide in mourning the death of Pope Benedict. He was a staunch defender of life. He was an unwavering voice for the unborn, those with disabilities and the elderly. His stalwart support of the right to life was grounded, as we know, in compassion and love. So together we say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, I'm a born and raised in Cornfed, South Dakota, from the city of Mitchell. As long as I can remember, I have been pro-life strong. I've been I'm from the family of 10 children, and my parents raised us to value the sanctity of human life. 46 years ago, I married the love of my life, my wife, Jan. We've raised two daughters, have a wonderful son-in-law, and in my opinion, the world's two best grandchildren. My first employment after college and seminary was that of a pastor for 30 years here in South Dakota and Minnesota. I then shifted my influence and worked for 10 years in the state and the public policy arena. I was honored to serve as a public advisor, political advisor, for a South Dakota governor's race, and that brings us to today. I'm currently in my fifth year serving as the executive director of South Dakota Rights to Life, and uh, gentlemen, it's been a wonderful journey. Thank you. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's quite a uh, bibliography. I think that it's really interesting to see how uh, you've been involved in the right, the, the right to life and the pro-life movement in South Dakota for quite some time now, haven't you? Uh, certainly have been for all of my adult life. You know, I've always thought of South Dakota as being probably one of the most pro-life states in the country, and yet you're still, we're still clinging to life in South Dakota. Why is that? Well, uh, the, the term clinging to life, of course, is from our publication. Our publication is called The Life Facts. It's a quarterly newsletter that goes out to some 17,000 pro-life homes here in South Dakota and beyond. Uh, well, the reason for clinging to life is the fact that last year's reversal of Roe v. Wade on June 24th, the Right to Life movement is uniquely positioned to restore protections for more unborn children today than ever before. 
Our divorce, diverse uh, membership in Right to Life and our inclusive message of human rights for human beings supporting a mother and a child, is, we believe it's a winner. We're on the right side of this movement, and we're winning the science. We're winning the hearts and the minds of reasonable, open-minded persons of every generation. So, yes, we're clinging to life because it's the right thing to do. Exactly right. I mean, this is this is a battle with which um, I, I'm so appreciative of these pro-life groups, that, such as yourself, South Dakota Right to Life, because just because there's this one this one victory that really, as you said, puts us in a position to continue the great work. The work will continue because the right to life. I mean, is the landscape of it is so vast with which all of us have that right to life, even those that are outside the womb, <laughs> you know, there, there's protections right. for those that are within the womb, but also this right to life goes, goes beyond that too. So there's just so thankful for, for these pro-life initiatives uh, going, going, going on within the, you know, within the nation as, as well. So, you know, within South Dakota, that's where, you know, your mission field is, um, what does the landscape look like now within South Dakota as far as uh, the pro-life front? Well, South Dakota Right to Life supports taking care of the mother and the child before, during, and after pregnancy. We advocate for all, that all should be treated with a sense of dignity. Uh, listen, the, the end of row on June 24th of last year simply means that the Right to Life's work only but intensifies. It's far from our thinking that we won and we're done. And to be very clear... Nothing in the language, the history, the interpretation of the South Dakota Constitution supports the right to an abortion. But rather, we as a state, South Dakota, we value a culture of life. We're not California, Michigan, or Vermont. We remain optimistic as a majority of our state's elected officials overwhelmingly support and champion the sanctity of human life, from our governor's office to our local school board members. So today, there are South Dakotans who don't realize that we're talking about a separate, unique human being, a living uh, entity with a heartbeat and brainwave, we're going to have to up our educational game. And uh, we're ready for the fight. So a week from today, on Tuesday, January 10, our 98th South Dakota Legislative Session will begin, and it will conclude on March the 9th. So I will once again serve as a lobbyist for South Dakota Rights Life during our legislative session. So... We are renewing our commitment to work with legislators in the governor's office to pass laws that protect the unborn, support women and families, and respect human life and the dignity uh, in all stages of life. That's our landscape, and we're on it. I find it very, very encouraging that um, just what you said said there about, you know, we have to let, there's a lot of South Dakotans just don't know the sanctity of life the way it's really, the way it really is. But then you bring it back and, or over to a political sense it's from a from a lobbying standpoint. That, that all-encompassing um, mission, I think, is very important, would you say? Well, ab- absolutely. And uh, here in South Dakota, uh, we're, we're working on uh, the dynamics of a number of different fronts on the pro-life issue. As in other states, uh, pro-abort, uh, they, they smell uh, they smell blood in the water. Unfortunately, it's the blood of aborted babies that they're they're going on the offense today across the nation and here in South Dakota as well. In South Dakota, there's a group that's calling themselves Dakotans for Health, 
And they're right now circulating petitions across our great state in order to collect the 35,000 signatures that they need to place a constitutional abortion amendment on our state ballot in the fall of 2024. But South Dakota Right to Life, our Right to Life movement, we're fighting back. We've established a separate organization called the Life Defense Fund, and we're up and going. That's wonderful. And as you mentioned, Dale, the the legislative session is about to begin as we begin 2023 um, for the next few months. And you'll be working hard, um, you know, as they as they gather in South Dakota. What are some amendments that South Dakotans um, should be on the lookout for that you particularly and and the the South Dakota right to life have their eye on? Well, for about five different sessions, uh, we meet throughout the year after the after the last day of uh, 2022's legislative session, we meet with a group that we call our Legislative Pro-Life Summit. And there are a uh, plethora of pro-life organizations that are a part of that, uh, of that group, including the Catholic Conference, the Family Policy Council, Concerned Women for America, and of course, South Dakota Right to Life, the Governor's Office, a couple national organizations such as National Right to Life and the Susan B. Anthony uh, organization. So we meet, we huddle, and we look at legislation that will promote life that's appropriate and sound and time-sensitive. And uh, so we're working on those issues right now, and um, we'll bring them forth in the upcoming legislative session. We'll be uh, rolling them out, and they'll be on our legislative radar found on our website. Wonderful. We're speaking with Dale Barcher, the Executive Director of South Dakota Right to Life. We're going to take a quick break, and on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about a, an event that's happening January 15th in Rapid City, the Black Hills Sanctity of Human Life Memorial Service. Um, I'm your host, Blake Ritterman, along with John Clark. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. And uh, I remember when uh, they came around looking for donations at the churches when they were trying to get started. And it really hit me when, I don't even remember who it was, came around, but it was just like, I think that I need this. Because I wanted to be, be fed uh, I wasn't taking time to read my Bible or any of that, but I just knew it was like, well, if I could listen to stuff on the radio like he talked about. And so it, it was everything that it said and more, you yeah. know, in all reality. It so doesn't take a lot of effort to turn it on. It does not take a lot of effort. You know, sometimes, really, it, I'm going to back up on that and say it, it, it almost does, because if you want to be drawn in and contemplate what is all being said on the radio, there's a lot of stuff that gets kind of deep. It's like, well, it makes you contemplate. It's like, uh, okay, am I, am I ready to, to take this food in and digest it and all that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, spiritual food. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been really good for me from, from my faith walk. My name is Father Gabriel Wawero from the Diocese of Duluth. I've been a priest for 12 years in the United States. I am very happy to be a priest. I have watched many people receive peace because of a priest. Many times I meet people in grief. I meet people who are suffering. I meet young people who have lost their way. And as a priest, through prayer, through sacraments, through counsel, I have seen the peace of the Lord in their hearts. 
I believe every one of us needs this peace. And as a priest, we are able to bring that peace of the Lord to, uh, to, them, to them, whether they are on their sickbed, whether they are grieving a loved one, or whether they have been hurt by someone else. I love being a priest, and I think everyone, every young man out there, should consider becoming a priest to bring the same peace the world needs so much today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. Coming to you live from Fargo, North Dakota. I'm your host, Blake Ritterman, along with John Clark. And we're speaking with Dale Barcher, the Executive Director of the South Dakota Right to Life. Um, and Dale, you were speaking about, you know... The legislative session is beginning here in in South Dakota, and there's you know there's always there's starts of this new constitutional amendment in South Dakota wanting to get signatures to put on the ballot uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and and what Right to Life's um, response is. Well, I so appreciate you asking, and uh, for us here in South Dakota, it is all hands on deck uh, when it comes to defeating this horrific. Um, constitutional abortion amendment. Like I mentioned, they need 35,000 signatures to put it on the ballot here in South Dakota in the fall of 2024. So we're strongly encouraging South Dakotans to decline to sign South Dakota's radical abortion petition. And here's why. Uh, Do you think babies should be aborted up to and including at birth? That's what they want. It denies the right of parents to know if their child is being coaxed to have an abortion. Doctors and nurses could be forced to perform abortions or face crippling lawsuits and penalties, and it would open the door to taxpayer-funded abortions. So right now, pro-abortion groups are working in our state to amend South Dakota's Constitution to legalize abortion all the way to the point of birth. Abortion through nine months of pregnancy in our state's Constitution. But it's even more radical than that, gentlemen because the amendment would also override the state's current bipartisan common-sense abortion regulations that we've been working on and implementing here in our state for over 50 years. So um, even laws protecting mothers from being threatened to have an abortion against their own will would be overridden. It's truly that extreme, and it's not who we are as South Dakotans. So I, I would simply say... If, if your listeners today would like to volunteer, they simply go to lifedefensefund.com. That's lifedefensefund.com and sign up. We've got all the information there that, that they need to help us from becoming a radical abortion up to birth state. Thank you so much for that, Dale. I mean, it's just amazing. It, it kind of echoes what happened just recently in Michigan, you know, during the midterms and other states, unfortunately, that, yeah. you know, a domino fell and then here we go. They, they start working on these other states to bring a similar uh, legislation or, excuse me, similar um, um, additions to the Constitution, um, which is, so it's so important that all hands are on deck for this. We really see South Dakota as a firewall. If South Dakota falls, of this radical abortion constitutional amendment, 
it will be a domino effect, but we're going to stop it in our great state by the grace of God and the help of God's people. Amen. So there's some events that are that are coming up. I mean, you guys do such a good job of rallying the troops in a way of, of bringing people together um, to share stories and to share how, how we can get involved. There's probably pe- our listeners out there. How can I get involved? You mentioned the Life Defense Fund is a great way to get involved. But what are some other events that are happening um, within 2023 for our listeners to, to know about? Well, we actually have three great events that I'd like the listeners to know about. On Sundays, during the month of January, parishes across our nation will come together for prayer, observance, and discussion to highlight the need to stand for all human life. Any Sunday throughout the year can be Sanctity of Human Life Sunday in your parish and in your realm of influence. So let's make it happen. To help bring this special focus on the issue of life, we have two significant memorial services taking place during the month of January in South Dakota. First, South Dakota Right to Life and the Rapid City Area Right to Life chapter are hosting the annual Black Hills Area Sanctity of Human Life Memorial Service on Sunday, January 15 at 2 p.m. It's going to be held at the First Wesleyan Church here in Rapid City. Our keynote speaker will be Camille Pauley. He's the co-founder and the president of Healing the Culture, which is a nonprofit organization that evangelizes and converts people to be deeply authentically and permanently pro-life. Then South Dakota Rights to Life will host the 50th annual Walk for Life and Hour of Reflection at our state capitol in Pierce, South Dakota, on Sunday, January 29th. That's the last Sunday of January, beginning at 12 noon, Central Standard Time. At noon, the Walk for Life will be led by our Grand Marshals. They're the leaders of our South Dakota's nine pregnancy resource centers. The group Monumental Worship will provide the music for the Hour of Reflection, which begins at 2 p.m., and our keynote speaker will be Carol Tobias. She's the president of National Right to Life. Our governor's office has been invited to join the more than 500 South Dakotans standing for life in our capital's rotunda. So thirdly, just to mention, the National March for Life will be held in our nation's uh, capital on Friday, January the 20th. And it'll be a historic event for the very first time I get to attend that event and march with thousands of pro-life men and women from every generation. One would have thought that the March for Life would have kind of subsided after June 24th, but in fact, it should be intensified, wouldn't you say? We're gearing up all across this nation and in our great states as well. So much going on. Um, at the South Dakota Right to Life. We're speaking with Dale Barcher, um, the executive director of South Dakota Right to Life. Um, so much going on, and, and people need to get involved. This is, this is something that is, is so important, like especially these constitutional amendments. I mean, um, very important that we, you know, if someone, they're, they're gathering signatures right now, folks. So we need to be aware of that understand that it's coming that fall 2024 will be here before you know it so you know all hands on deck as you said dale right exactly so um the life facts newsletter tell us how, how do we how do we get in contact how do we stay up to date on things can you give us some information on how we can become more involved well certainly and i appreciate you asking um 
uh, your listeners can simply go to our website at SD, that's for South Dakota, sdrightslife.org. Once again, that's sdrightslife.org, and there they can click on uh, sign up for our newsletter, Life Facts. They can click on our legislative radar and uh, the icon there and follow our work at the, at the Capitol. They can also sign up to receive my weekly email update from South Dakota Rights to Life that goes out to thousands of uh, inboxes across our great state and beyond. So we're only a click away. Wonderful. Well, Dale, thank you for your ministry. Thank you for your, your sacrifice and gift of self uh, to the South Dakota Right to Life. And we appreciate the conversation this morning. Well, thank you. We are better and stronger together. We're touching hearts, changing minds, and saving lives. Amen. Thank you, folks. Amen. Well, Teresa, our producer, thank you so much for your work today. Tell us what's going on in the next show. Coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 Central, Nick Medelsky is your host coming to you live from Rochester, Minnesota. He'll talk with Tanya Humphreys about how Dakota Hope is offering a way to discover peace. And then he will visit with Eleanor Jones, president of the Council of Catholic Women in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. All this and much more on the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 Central. Back to you. Thank you so much, Teresa. A lot of good this morning, John. It has been a pleasure. Um, And one thing that just comes to mind, there's so much that we could kind of rehash here, but, you know, we're in the, the heart of the Christmas season. I think going back to Bishop Felton this morning and then also just many different tangents in that too, but to really receive this season of, of Christmas all the way going up to uh, the presentation of the Lord on February 2nd, um, to really receive Christ in this season is so important. Um, it's a good reminder for me as we as we go through it that we do a lot of preparation, but to really rest in what the Lord is is giving us today. You know, there's a there's a tendency to want to, um, or actually not even if you don't want to. I mean, be, be pulled back into the normalcy of the day to day to day. So keeping the eye on Jesus and keeping the Christmas, um, you know, the, the Christmas message and Jesus close to you. Helps you move on beyond that. I mean, a whole month. Yeah. I mean, it'd be so easy to be pulled back into the day-to-day. And I think it's up to us to to take that message from Christmas and, and really hold it in our hearts. That's right. And uh, all this, you know, this week, uh, Pope Benedict is, is lying in state in St. Peter's Basilica for people to venerate. So after this show, there'll be, a lot of, there'll be some special, pro, special programming live from Rome um, for Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI special. A big thank you to Teresa, our producer. John, it's been a pleasure um, uh, hosting with you. And uh, I pray that everyone today just has a day resting in the Lord, allowing the Lord to, to be your king today as our king was born in a stable may he be a king to you today glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen have a good day everyone and god bless you this has been real presence live on the real presence radio network Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. 
And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.